G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag, powered by punningform.com.au. I love punningform so much, um, wouldn't be here without punningform, would we Peter? No, in fact you named one of your children after punningform. Which one? Lentz, Lenny. Lenny's uh, nickname is Lentz. I was giving you no. a handball there, but no, that's all right. You love punning form Clarify that much, your, name's your, your second born. Maybe your third born, you could name after punning form. Formica, the Formica. The human stopwatch, what was her name? Um, Kate Walters. Walters. Well, we're going to talk about Carlene later <laughs> on. It could be a big, big Saturday for Carlene. Uh, it's going to be a big Friday night for the mailbag. We're going to focus this show three-fifths of it at the Valley. Uh, yep. That's where we're going to focus most of our betting on the weekend. Uh, Jackson Oldham and I in the yard, along with Pistol Pete. Eyes on ponies. Uh, really nice meeting. Um, always a good meeting. Mornington uh, always is a little bit sort of... Um, you don't you don't get excited about going there, but we did win pretty well at this meeting last year, and it looks a bettable meeting uh, uh, throughout the, from start to finish. We're going to preview races six and seven, which are the two listed races at Mornington, and we're going to do race four, seven, and eight at Mooney Valley. Uh, as always, we would not be here. We appreciate. God bless you. Punningform.com.au. If you want to get a clue, you want to get a little bit better, you want to turn a hobby into a job. Punningform. .com.au. Peter, shall we start in race seven at the Valley? I think we have to. The Bill Reed, the group one. Well, you told me we had to. I just do what you tell, I'm just do as I'm told. Well, that's as you should. Um, all right. Market-wise, let's bring it up because we've obviously got a dominant favourite here in Marabi, $1.75. And then you've got a few at a bettable price, I think. Uh, you've got the and there's been some who have been bet. Peter. Yes, yes, there has. Uh, one of those is Generation that opened $26, which, let's face it, was a mistake. It's now 16 But you've got horses like The Astrologist, The Inferno, Kemal Passer, September Run, Jonker. They're all under 20 to 1. So. Speed map. Yes, that's your starting point, surely. I think Marabi from 8 probably goes forward and probably leads Fence, like 1A. Kemal Passer wants to go forward, but probably, I don't think, wants to fight with Marabi. Jonko will try, but geez, it didn't work well for the last time it took on Marabi. Drawn 14, I think they have to go forward, but it just sort of kills the horse, I think. Snapper and Generation, and maybe the astrologist, look to get good runs in behind the speed. I think General Bow will just land right there, thereabouts from Barrier 6, like sort of three back, one off. Good spot to be Valley. Um, anticipate leaders advantage slightly but midfield okay rear not suited this is race seven yep on an eight race card so if we're wrong you can adjust right the inferno thereabouts i think electric girl goes back from 10 as does marine one they might try and roll for marine one but i doubt it trekking september run zuzarella and how volson we know where they're going to be they're going to be well worse in midfield um the starting point is marabi yep and I'm not saying it can't win, won't win. Nor I just want to bet around it at the price. Yep. <laughs> it, is, it is almost bomb-proof. It's three from three track and trip, which is a huge tick at this track. Because like, a horse like the Astrologist has never seen 1,200 of the valley. Yeah. Airborne, but it's a straight track horse at Flemington. So what do you do with that? I think it'll keep drifting. Um, the other horses that are suited this track are Generation, Jonker, Trekking, and particularly Snapper. Now, of those horses, 
generation we think is going to get a really nice run. We've said Snapper's going to get a really nice run. Um, is that me or you with the Laura Keats? That's you. Don't mind <laughs> it. Um, uh, I, I, my, my starting points, Marabi. I'd much rather take half the price or you know a quarter of the price these other horses without Marabi in the field. If I was a bookmaker, if you're watching, which I think some of them might, that might be an idea for you for a, for a market for this race to generate some turnover, Moravi out. Um, I think it'll win, but I'm still happy to have a little bit of a bet at two horses. Number 12, Generation, who I think is going to coffin behind Moravi, going to get every possible because it's probably going to kick away. It's not going to get held up. And then General Bowes, the other horse from 11. You back this at Flemington. I think it's best works around the bend. It was very, very good. We both agreed at, at Flemington. Yep. Um, I think it's going to get a great run from six. It could be a little bit closer than you think. And I think with the good tempo that Snapper, Generation, Marabi, Kemalpasa and Jonka are going to create, it's not too far back. And then your horses like Trekking and September Run will savage the line and probably run third and fourth and fifth. As they always do. So I'm having something number 12, Generation, and number 11, General Boat. Peter, how are you handling this race? Yeah, it's... Snapper's actually a, an interesting horse because it's first emergency or it's the only emergency but if it doesn't get a start I think that <laughs> you were saying <laughs> Snapper's probably the, one of the more interesting runners in this just purely because it's the emergency so if it doesn't get a run that probably helps out a couple of those horses that might be settling there in the first four or five so we'll have to wait and see if anything else comes out um, look I agree with what you said Moravia is bomb proof and if you take her best figure well she wins this doesn't she but that's not exactly how it works and you know it has been a long prep and they've been handling her as well as anyone um, as the Maustas team tends to do but generations figures at the valley are as good if not better than Moravia's drawing the gun spot for Carr, just praying for the rails to be in play there tomorrow at Mooney Valley um, I've got generation mark single figures I think it's an outstanding play more than happy to have a decent crack there the one horse that's got a little bit of different form coming down from Sydney is Standout. I thought it was really good there last start. Both of its starts is prep. I think you can make some excuses just given the ground it's been in. And I suspect it might appreciate getting back onto a firmer track. So for me, good bet generation, something Standout. If Murabi wins, so be it. But, you know, I've got it marked around $2.20 or so. I don't think I'll be seeing anything around that. But we'll just wait and see how the day unfolds. It's a nice little race. Yeah, it's a it is a good race outside the favourite. Yeah, it probably just wins, doesn't it? What where's the next race, mate? Uh, let's go to race four, which is the Sunline. Um, in terms of the market, look, flying mascot one dollar seventy, Barbarator three eighty, Quantum Mechanic eight dollars. That's your market. Pretty boring speed map here. I, I think yeah. flying mascot leads from three. I don't think shout the bar takes it on. Uh, Zara won't want to take it on. You know, Zara rides his horse. Damien Oliver rides his horse. They don't like going fast. So I think they, they will let Flying Mascot do what it wants. Barb Raid will be right there. Maybe sits outside Flying Mascot. Yep. If Shout the Bar crosses Flying Mascot and Flying Mascot's coffin, scary. But I don't think it will. Uh, bon Vecini's going to get a really nice run. Quantum Mechanics Airborne, just in a tough race. Um, Groovy Kind of Love, well backed last start, wasn't it? It's sort of backed all the time, bound to win at the back with it. Uh, I think it's open shut. Flying Mascot is seriously impressive uh, very much suited to 600 meters um airborne bull train one from one track and trip i can't find a reason to bet around him uh, like 
there's there's chaos and, and big time you know horses that can sort of spike in the William Reed. This looks a lot simpler to me. I'm more happy to take the price flying mascot. They're the same sort of price, a dollar seventy of each. So um, if you're a thrill seeker, definitely have a little bit of flying mascot Marabi action in the all up. Um, but I think flying mascot can anchor your multis all weekend long. You know, you might want to have the roosters to cover the line in the NRL, something like that. I've got the same. Also, I thought Carlton will cover. I think. I think Carlton with the points, fourteen and a half points against um, the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Also, sort of cheering because I want to see Bevo have a tantrum. I hope someone leaks some team news. Yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Be good narrative. Tom Morris is in his cave bunker somewhere, just trying to find yeah, someone. Just waiting, <laughs> waiting, <laughs> biding his time. Um, He's probably getting in there NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> great. The other great game. Uh, yeah, I can't really add anything. I, I agree. I'd much rather take the dollar seventy flying mascot than dollar seventy Marabi. Um, except I'll have it uh, into an all-up with the with the Saints to cover against Frio. Plenty of rain forecast this weekend. There's a cyclone just off the, the coast of WA, so I'm praying for as much is the rain knife as back? possible. Is the knife back for, for Frio? It doesn't matter. I, they don't look that potent this year. Like, in terms of their, their goal scoring, uh, they might struggle to blitz sides, and the Saints were garbage first up, so hopefully they'll They have they to bounce back the Saints yeah. after that piss-poor performance against the Pies. Race 8, the Alexander Stra- Alexandria Stakes... But a bit of a chug twister. The Alexandria stakes over the mile <laughs> to Group Three for Phillies three-year-olds only. Pistol, my man. This, my map looks like this. Tillingham, say that four times faster. Bet you can't. That's a shocker, isn't uh, it? It leads quite, quite the last. I think can coffin almost from four or sit one, one on one. Beautiful spot. Great map. Uh, Ancient girl rolls forward. Do sir, always on my mind. There, thereabouts. I think Daisies will be back the fence. Uh, Maricana, Fortunate Kiss, could roll forward. I don't know if they will. Um, they've sort of got the same speed as a horse is drawn inside and Bonds of Perla and So You See bring up the rear. Now, Peter, where were you when the markets went up for this race? Because um, my spies tell me you might have been in a venue, oh. uh, you might have been near a facility, uh, a tab facility, and you might have done a bit of damage here. Because this horse, what horse, what price did So You See go up? The horse, which... I black booked. I don't know why I do it anymore. Um, I'm too honest and too genuine with those things. I think I might have to stop doing it. Um, I don't think I influenced it, but it just, you know, as a punter, it shits you, doesn't it? Well, so you, cl- you clearly didn't influence it because it went up eleven dollars. <laughs> yeah, fair. It's it lasted for three minutes apparently at the TAB. Um, yeah, I, I was. How much? You could, how much did you get on? No, no. I, I think I was. Was I still lying around? I was watching something. Oh, the power of the dog. The Power of the Dog, nominated for Best Picture. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch, I imagine, probably wins Best Actor outfit, but um, good little character drama directed by Jane Campion, uh, one of the New Zealand's finest, but um, not for everyone. I think a lot of people find it boring, but that's because they're plebs and they've got you know, Philistines who've got no idea what they're talking about. So um, <laughs> good little Western, if you like a Western drama, Western family drama. Um is that the bloke? Is that is that got the guy from Friday Night Lights in it? Good chat. Um, <laughs> we we <laughs> we, we orbit different suns. Pistol and I. It's amazing we get on so good. <laughs> but, I mean, going back to the race that we're meant to be actually talking about. Yeah, yeah. Is there any is there any concern that the likely two leaders are Damien Oliver and Ben Allen? on two horses drawn wide, that they'll just stroll across, find the position, and then just 
go as slow as humanly possible and make this race a complete shambles. Yeah, which might suit the sort of um, fortunate kisses or whoever's in that three-wide line with a toe. Mike yeah. Bonds Perla, who who went to win last start and stopped, but it was a big, big run. The reason I ask um, is, like, so you say actually jumped pretty well at Flemington and they just nicked it right back towards last. It was up backside to hold the straight. Like, obviously, everyone saw it. It probably can just sit here midfield with cover and just peel and go past them. And mm. you might get a better price late with Jay Mott on board. No offence to Jamie, but that's often how some of the markets do this sort of stuff. No, we're not here to like pat people on the ass. It's yeah. a fucking group three race. It's not Jamie's go. Yeah. So you but want to get you want to get a bit of a price. I'm just I'm looking, you're trusting him. Yeah, I'm just looking away from inside draws here. Um, you know, with always on my mind, Dosa, uh, Daisies. You know, I think they're all going to need that momentum. I'm not sure it's necessarily going to be a momentum race. Uh, Conversely, if Ollie nails the tempo up front, this thing from Sydney has gone awful the first two starts, this prep, but again, there's probably small little excuses there, and I could see it improving sharply, Gaybot up in distance, new track going the opposite way. It's got a little bit of enigma around it, so I don't know. I couldn't really bet against So You See, I'll put it that way. I think you're, you're thinking spot on, like, Ollie's the goat, but he's not—he's not the goat greatest of all time on the leaders. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's a real concern for that horse. And then the race shape—I'd be petrified if, say, so you swing, which is a horse I have backed and uh, suggest you do too. Took a hundred to one. If you head to themailbag.com.au and purchase the grouse product, that's what you'll get as well next time. It's now seventy-one dollars. I still think that's a fair price. Um, but if we're back of Ollie, I think it's going to be a bit of a chink. I hope we're one off. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Not suited last start. That's quite the last. Quite the last number yeah. nine. Um, Bright Oak can train. Paddy Maloney's in form. Sorry, Josh, but he is. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's it's going pretty well. I, I think um, Ancient Girls flying. That was just a barrier trial for it in Adelaide. Um, I think the fortunate kiss form, I'm happy to be against it. Yeah. Just, just slightly. Like, oh, I hate the price, but geez, we've got all these horses coming out of the same sort of style of races, and then you've got fucking Bonza Perla, who's run third to Hitotsu last start. When Hitotsu was absolutely blessed in run, this thing circled like via the Flemington, like it almost went down the straight. It was <laughs> that that wide. It was enormous. I don't know what they do with it, market-wise, 650 right now. Uh, but of the horses in the market, I, I'd have to lean heavily to Bonza Perla. Um, but I, I have had something on number nine quite the last at a huge price. I think it's going to run a good race. Um, I, I agree. So you see he's ready to win. Uh, first time Valley, Jay Mott, uh, price, it, it'll drift back out in my opinion now. Like It's been crunched. Just And it wouldn't have been a lot of money that crunched it. The big boys will swing it wherever they want to swing it at the end. Yep. It is not going to have every possible map-wise. And if he goes back to the fence to save ground and Ollie drops anchor, he's going to be the one pushed right out the back of the surf. So yep. um, I'd lean to Bonza Perla of the horses in the market, but I have backed quite the last Peter. 
Yes, intriguing race, intriguing race to finish the Mooney Valley card. All right, shall we jump to Mornington and start with race six, which is the Mornington Cup over 2,400 metres. And I'm trying to delay things so I can get to the market. But Pondus is narrow favourite at $2.70 in front of Crystal Pegasus at $2.90. You've got Sacramento at $6.50. Defib, Relate and Dardu's Dart are both eight fifty. Always one of the shittest races all year, <laughs> um, this race. It really um, is. Pike won it last year on some nonny. You yeah, know, to, yeah. Where's popper. it now? Popper They're both floating around Sydney. Yeah, numbers. Turn takers. Um, we deal with a bunch of turn takers here. Uh, I think Sacramento leads Kerbalo. Uh, in Costa Ferente, there or thereabouts. Whitehawk, Pondus next. Deduce Dart, Defibrillate, and Crystal Pegasus, the last three in run early. It'll probably be some mid-race move because they walk or, you know, some crazy shit will happen here. This is a non-betting race, Pondus, completely. Um, Pondus, it might be Maccabi Diva off last week, <laughs> but you don't back it as if it is Maccabi Diva. Let it prove to you it is. It's... um. The horse to, to it's the favourite to win the way I, I price this race, but it's geez, it's a non-betting race for me. Um, to do start came over here with that big rap, hasn't done anything since. The Fibrillate's going pretty well. Crystal Pegasus very hard to not gap the last start. Uh, I, I think this is an awful, awful race, and I'm not interested in it. Nothing further, Your Honour. Uh, race seven, good race. The, what is it called? The Hariba Stakes. Last year, I think a pretty good horse might have won this race in the year before. It's always a decent horse, like decent bunch of horses that are maybe going to take that next level. Yep. Um, well, busy, busy speed map here, Peter. I've got the astrologist leading probably with great again, but isn't that the Black Seal? Doesn't it need rain? Yeah. The Black Seal's drawn one. Award winner can roll forward. Samson can roll forward. Uh, La Mexicana could roll forward, but I don't know what they do from 11. And, and Jai Wide Gates... Over, overpriced probably not no value not an option Maritana there thereabouts chassis from three probably not too far away I think Senor Fox Hightail Vainstream and Superior and bring up the rear um, the astrologist is in on Friday night as well so yeah. if that comes out the map gets a little bit easier for some of these horses that want to be forward indeed but it's also the favourite at the moment at $4 so uh, yeah just pay attention to uh, the next 24 hours or so the Black Seal it can't be backed unless it rains uh, it, it has one on good before, but you'd have to think that it's being aimed at the bull, surely. I suppose. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's two horses here that, that sort of look betting opportunities, um, but there's a bunch of horses here that if they're you know near their best are going to be very, very hard to beat. The horses that would be near their best, if, they, if they're near their best, be really hard to beat. So the 12 award winner, the 6... La Mexicana and the three Samson. They they got sort of they're going to be forward and run. You think, and they're pretty good when they're right. Um, this is uh, race seven on a nine race card. Um, so far, it's just another beautiful day here in the world's most livable. But um, yeah, it's an uphill straight there at Mornington. It could sort of chop out. You never know what's going to happen until you're there. <laughs> um, that's why a lot of people avoid it. <laughs> um, the goat rides the the two Signor Fox, the Sydney form. Uh, Jackson's keen in. Oh, I think he's right. Oh, I think he's going to get a really good run behind the speed. I think the horse that's value in this race, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this, but number 10, Maritana, Carlene Heffel rides. It's three from four track and trip. It's drawn barrier six. 
it already looks a decent map for me now. And Stroll just comes out, it's going to get even easier. It could be a car crash, but she could get like that's that saloon passage and build that good momentum, the sort of that bend straight, then another bend up the hill. Um, she want to be near the front when that comes to the last bend, but um, I, I think she can be. I think she's got a really nice map. If she's pushed out the back and sits outside Ollie like worse from midfield, then you know I'd have a tantrum about the, the 800. But I, I think the horse is a really good price. It's 14 dollars now. I, I took so well, I don't know, I don't even know what we took. Was it 18? Yeah, I don't know. Bigger price just before. Uh, I think I might come for it a little bit. Uh, I don't think it's going to start shorter than ten dollars, but I, I think it can win. I think it and Signor Fox are the two best to have at Mornington at this early stage. And if you're sick, Peter, <laughs> and I mean real sick, <laughs> come with me and have the Carly and Heffel all up. Have them both probably each way because we're not 100% convinced Maritana is going to get the job done. But race three, number four, Starry Legend, Carlene rides for Johnny Sadler who. I don't know where he's been, but John is absolutely fucking airborne. <laughs> so uh, we're going to back Starry Legend to knock off Yulong Defence, and particularly Midwest there in race three. Uh, for anything above four twenty is a fair price. Uh, Starry Legend at four forty, four fifty right now. So have it into Maritana, have the Carleen all up and pray. And if it gets up, just go and just get get around it when she gets back to the mounting yard with me and Jacko. Carleen, one of the best. Carleen. Yeah, what a woman. Just uh, looking at the stats, Carlene for uh, for Welsh there, Maritana. Uh, 52 runners, 13 winners, 109.5% pot at a winning strike rate. Of oh, 25%. say it, baby, say it. Led in the Carlene Heffel field pencil. That's all let me, I'll Let say. me just get up the, the jockey stats for uh, Mornington while we're at it. This is how I'm doing this. Bunnyform.com. Oh, she's out the top. She's 9.7% profitable at a strike rate of 9.7 from 31 rides. So not awful, Carleen. Full credit to you and full credit to us for backing her. Jay Mott, who we just bagged, 18.4% profitability at Mornington. So, and he rides at 19.2% strike rate. So he rides his last 100, he's going at 8%. He's, since 2014, Jay Mott, 12.5% strike rate. Mornington, 19.2%. Jay Mott loves Mornington. How good. I think he lives down there. That makes sense, wouldn't it? Absolutely. It's a home game for him. All right. So well, that's in a bit. That's bloody wonderful. Um, do you have a best bet as such for the weekend? Is there one that you're really keen to have a decent lash at? Nah. Okay. Well, what are you going to do for Rule number one, bet? baby. Rule number one, never force it. And just a bit like that, only because I love you, I'm going to flare up and just try and like trounce you. Um, <laughs> I have thought about going and get it fitted already. Uh, the current... The current standings, as we head into, there's only two Saturdays left. Uh, the Suit Bet Cup. Pistol Pete is plus $2 at plus $220. Uh, yep. Unlucky last week. Real flair. He just got the horse numbers wrong. Should have had the favorite in there instead of Inspirational Girl, and he collects. Thank you. I am um, just trying to... Yep. Plus four thousand four hundred and thirty-two dollars. So I'm over four thousand in front. I'm gonna be wow, very wow. hard to catch from here. Um, does that because I'm winning? Do I go first or do you go first here? No, you have to go first, surely. Okay, three. I'm doing the same thing I've I've done the whole way through except for last week. Bit rushed. Yep. Three horses, two like twos and doubles and trebles. Doubles and doubles trebles. and a treble. Yeah. So four combos. System Flying mascot. Flying mascot. Yep. 
Starry Legend. And Signor Fox. Okay. I'm 200 wins generation at $16. Oh. That makes me feel a little bit safe. So even if that wins and I lose, I'm still in the game. I'm yeah, still yeah, in front. But it leaves me in striking distance. Oh, with all the momentum. I'm like literally digging post holes. <laughs> oh, he's digging post holes. He's stopping. He's stopping. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I really, I'm looking forward to getting my suit fitted. I really yeah. am. I tell you what, though, if General Bo somehow runs over the top of Generation, Murabi doesn't win or something like that, I'll just be, I'll be finding the nearest flight out. I'll just leave Friday night. I'll just be like, I'm gone. It's tempting sometimes up there on top of the, um, the Mooney Valley cauldron just to follow one of your darts off the edge, isn't it? <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> anyway, on that enriching oh. note, thank you, Jack Dickens. It's been a good preview as always. Thank you to punningform.com.au. Uh, the last man standing, if you haven't entered, your email's you been sent. Yeah, we're already into round two. So for those who survived round one, make sure you look at your email and you get ready for this weekend. Intern George has done a good good job there. So bits and pieces happening. It's all good. If you want to race a horse with us, uh, email bloodstock at themailbag.com.au. We've got a really nice, cheaper horse about to come on the market. Um, We got fisted for one from New Zealand through the week, but we've still got a really nice one that'll be racing shortly. And if you're a big boy and want to do big boy shit, um, there's an exceeding Excel filly that's got a beautiful pedigree and a beautiful, beautiful girl. Bye for now.